Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Southampton. Friday night football under the lights. And we resume our league campaign in the quest for our first ever Premier League title. So, um, obviously on Friday, Friday, on Sunday we beat Tottenham 2-1. It was a last minute goal. Um... And then oh, we had to wait for Man City to play Cardiff on Wednesday and see what they were going to do against Cardiff, yeah, at home. Which, let's be honest, they were obviously going to get something and win. And they did, they won 2-0, which put them back on the top of the table. And then it was t- two days later tonight, uh, it was the turn of LFC to put that right and make sure we're top of the table again. But... Against Southampton away, no games. It was never going to be quite as easy as we thought. Um, Southampton still had to ensure that they survived the drop. Obviously, Huddersfield confirmed their place. Fulham confirmed their place midweek. And that final um, relegation spot is lingering and it's between Cardiff, Burnley, Newcastle and Southampton. And yeah, Southampton had points to fight for and obviously we have a Premier League title to fight for as well. So anyway, that was that. And Friday night football, the last time we played on a Friday was against Wolves in December and we came away with three points. So it was a good omen for us this season. So yeah, the lineup today, it was Alisson in goal, left back... um, Left back Robertson, centre backs Van Dijk, Matip, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three was Genie Wijnaldum, Fabinho, and Cater, and up front was your usual front three. So the first noticeable what the first noticeable change was the midfield. You realise oh Klopp has actually gone with the midfield. The fans have been crying out for. The fans have been desperate to see. Um. The Fabinho, Cator and Genie midfield. It's about time. It was about time to see what that could be like. What the potential of that midfield could be. Could do. Um, and I was here for it. Cator has obviously had a lack of playing time. I can't even remember. I think the last time he started for us was against Bournemouth at home. How long ago was that? February. So about two months, two months ago. And yeah, Fabinho and seeing him with Fabinho and Genie was obviously giving me ecstasy. Uh, Milner Henderson dropped to the bench, and yeah. So anyway, the game starts now, and for about five ten minutes, we look like we're pushing on to Southampton, like as in usual, kind of dictating play. But nothing threatening yet. It was like a lot of long balls. Um, yeah, a lot. Of, we were doing this stupid long ball thing again, where Salah or Mane would be expected to run after it, and we were meant to generate something from it. But that wasn't really quite the case. I think Southampton. I think um, their manager had their game plan for the first thirty minutes anyway was like to close down LFC and press in Pacific areas and get them uncomfortable. And um, to an extent, it was working for Southampton. 
And what it looked like from our midfield was that Genie Wijnaldum and Naby Keita, they were very high up the pitch and it left Fabinho in isolation quite a lot of times. So whenever we lost the ball in transition and Man and Southampton were looking to start an attack, it would be it would be very easy for them to cut through a midfield and then it would put pressure on our defence to do something. And we were feeling the pressure of Southampton crosses a bit, um, the pressure of dealing with their corners, that sort of thing. And um, yeah, um, yeah, it was just a bit frustrating that we couldn't control ourselves in this game, that we couldn't implement our style of play. Uh, but, but it's been like this for a period. It's been like this since the turn of the calendar year where we haven't really been... We've kind of been grinding out results rather than dictating play from the from the full front and just, like, bossing it. Do you know what I mean? So the first real chance comes now where our midfield is split apart and I think Hoiberg is on the ball. He's on the channels towards... On Trent Alexander-Arnold's right-hand side. But uh, if you see the situation, it's very stupid. Matip gets drawn out of the ball. He, he, go, he, goes, he, he follows Matip out the box. And um, no, he, Matip follows Redmond outside the box. Trent Alexander-Arnold has to watch a player. One, one of the Southampton wingers were beside him looking to make a run. And Hoiberg had so much time, so much time, yeah, that I was, I was so surprised none of our midfield made any attempt to close down this ball going into the box. So when it's gone into the box now, all our defence has shifted over to the front post. So it means Van Dijk's now out of position. And then when um, someone else has to head it on, someone, a Southampton player... Heads it and loops the ball over Van Dyke's head, and it falls into the feet of Shane Long, and then Shane Long is, um, Shane Long controls it. The ball's bouncing. Andy Robertson's trying to close down the close down the angle for Shane Long to sh- before he shoot gets his shot off, but he shoots and it hits the bottom corner and it's one 0 to Southampton, and it was ridiculous. It, that shouldn't have happened at all, but. I I ah it was just horrible. I think I don't know how we conceded like that. It shouldn't have happened. Um, but yeah, and then after that, it was Southampton growing in confidence. They were the ones that wanted the fight more, and it looked like Liverpool were lethargic. It looks like you know when you have sex after a few rounds, and then you're just so lazy and lethargic. It was like I I was watching the game in the first half. I was like, boys, we in the title race here. We in the title race. Wake up. Do you want this title or not? Do you want this title or not? Like, this is the running now. You can't, you can't afford to be slacking anymore. You, you cannot afford it. Cannot afford it. And, um, yeah, I think Genie just went into hiding. Um, Fabinho was struggling defensively. I, I remember Heiberg dribbled past him with his... Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold defensively looked very uncomfortable. But on the ball, he was very good at delivering balls 
into the box. I mean, we were kind of just relying on the services of our fullbacks to whip the ball in and the, to provide some service for Mane, Firmino and Salah. Because they were isolated. They weren't receiving... They weren't having... They weren't getting any half-decent service. And then it took... Then about the 37th minute, um, Liverpool on a break. Uh, I think Genie passes it to Salah. Salah was about half a yard, two yards offside maybe. But the linesman didn't see it. And then, um, yeah, we tried to cross it in. Does he? Yeah, Salah tries to cross it in. Then it's over hit. And then um, a second ball is whipped in again from the left-hand side, which is over hit again. But then um, Trent Alexander-Arnold picks up the ball just before it rolls out of play. He looks up to see who's in the box. He delivers the ball in. And out of everyone who you'd expect to header this ball, it finds Naibi Keitar. 5'8", Naibi Keitar. Who outjumps six foot Southampton defenders, gets enough power on the ball, heads it down. The keeper couldn't. He tries to save it, but he doesn't have the power. He doesn't have enough strong hand to get this ball away from goal. So it ricochets off his hand, hits the post, goes in. 1 0 Liverpool. Naby Keita bags his first goal for Liverpool. And um, if you on, on the commentary, it looks like I thought it was offside. So I didn't really celebrate with enthusiasm because I was confused. Martin Tyler was not enthusiastic. I mean, I don't expect him to, but you'd you'd think he'd have some sort of pro- project. He'd have some projection in his voice to be like, "Oh, Naby Keita gets his first goal for Liverpool," but you don't get any of that. But yeah, you see Naby Keita celebrate. The pure relief in his face. Sadio Mane happy for him. He t- he gets. At first, Mane is about to climb on Kater's back, but then K- but then Mane switches around and gets Kater to climb on him to celebrate uh, to parade him around. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy for Kater. It's been a difficult first season in England for him, but the fact he got his first goal for us, it means he will be full of confidence from here on out. And I'm here for it. If there was a time to bag your first goal for Liverpool, it's in the running. Absolutely. So. Here we go. So yeah, and that was one one, and then um, I don't really remember Southampton doing much in the first half, and after that, and then yeah, it was pretty much half time at one one. So then my thoughts were, it the his first half has been, we were kind of lucky to get the one one to be honest, because Southampton wanted the fight more, but I knew, but there was a period after half an hour where. We started to control the game and have our tempo dictated and have dictate the tempo again with fluidity passing and that trying to find the ball in channels in tight half spaces because Southampton fans were cocky, you know. In the 20 minutes, if you watch the game live, they were going, they were doing ole, ole, 20 minutes in at 1 0, Southampton. I hope, I was hoping Klopp told them. Look at these fans doing ole ole 20 minutes in. 1-0. Our feeder club, Southampton. The same club where we take their best players and turn them into world-class beaters. But yeah, and then we come at the second half now and it's like... It's like the same energy as the fucking first half where we still look lethargic. Fabinho is beaten. It was very easy, it was, it was very easy for Fabinho to get dribbled past. Um... 
yeah, Genie Ronaldo just couldn't control the ball or just have a get a simple passing routine going. And yeah, Cato was still playing a bit too high up. And it was that time where I was thinking, I'm praying to God Klopp doesn't become reactive as a manager and his and starts and he's proactive this time. Um yeah. So I was hoping in that um he'd make the first sub and fifty five minutes in he done it. And I was surprised. Gene um Henderson and Milner finished their warm up and you see and yeah, the double sub is made where who comes off? Um yeah, Genie Ronaldo comes off for Henderson and Trent Alexander Arnold comes off for um James Milner. Milner plays right back. I was kind of surprised with the Trent getting substituted, but at the same time, I get it because Trent defensively wasn't offering anything, you know? And um I think Klopp was because it looked because how the lineup was like it was basically Klopp saying, "I'm willing to sacrifice a defensive part of our game to be a bit more compact and to have that fluidity, and to just focus on fluidity rather than be compact and defensive against this um, new Southampton side with a German type style manager, German types." German type style philosophy kind of thing. So yeah, and it was working. As soon as Henderson came on and Milner, we were able to get the ball ticking again, which was what was missing for the first 55 minutes predominantly of the game, where it just wasn't happening. Um Yeah, there was just and but then we'd still be a bit sloppy with like offsides and that. Um I remember Robertson had one very good chance, yeah. All he had to do was square it on the floor to Mohamed Salah and it's a tap-in, but he doesn't do it. And then um, there, was a, there was a key moment where the referee bottled it. Keita dribbles in the box. He dribbles past a defender. The defender takes him down inside the box. It should be a, it should be a penalty. The referee bottles it. That doesn't... He gives nothing. Gives nothing in the end. So, um... I was fuming and I was hoping that can't be the decision that fucking cost us a potential league title. I don't want that to happen. Um, but yeah. And then, um... What happened? Southampton were kind of getting half chances. I think... But we were, do- we were doing well dealing with their crosses. We were just making sure we were clearing it for a corner. And every time they had a corner, we'd just clear it with ease. They didn't really have a, a, a key... A key... A clear-cut, cutting-edge chance where we thought, oh, oh shit, they're going to score from here. And um, I remember they had a corner in the 77th minute now. Ward Prowse whips it in, Henderson clears it with a header, and it's the start of a counter attack. Mo Salah is dribbling, he's dribbling, he gets past the halfway line. Firmino is sprinting up there with him, he's sprinting up there with him. Mo Salah is still dribbling, he's still dribbling, and it's now a 2v1 situation. I like, similar to the Van Dyke Sissoko song situation. What's Salah going to do? What's the, South, what's the Southampton defender going to do? The Southampton defender, he analyses the situation as the ball, as, as Salah is slowly approaching the 18-yard box. 
decide that the Southampton defender decides to cut off the angle of um, Firmino. So Salah has to make a decision. Is he going to shoot? Is he still going to try and pass? Salah dribbles. He enters. He's just about to enter the 18-yard line. He, he looks up. He looks at the keeper. He curls it in. It goes past the keeper. It goes into the bottom corner. It's 2-1 Liverpool. What a comeback again. Salah ends a two-month goal drought. He takes his shirt off. He celebrates. He goes wild with the Liverpool fans. I go crazy. I take my jumper off and go crazy and celebrate. What a moment. I'm, I'm, Salah scores his 50th Premier League goal for Liverpool. Salah's on 18 Premier League goals. He's one behind Sergio Aguero. And he's going ecstatic. He takes his shirt off. The referee books him for it. But I don't think he cares. He's just happy that he's finally got the goal to end the drought. And the goal to put Liverpool back in front again. And that propelled Liverpool onwards. And um, Jurgen Klopp was about to do a substitution and put Origi on. But then when that goal went in, he told Origi, sit down, sit down. We don't need you yet. And that was just about protecting this lead. And... um, we grew in confidence from there. And then about five minutes later, Liverpool on a break again. Um, Firmino dribbling down the byline. He cuts in. Henderson running, dribbling in the box. Firmino squares it. Um, yeah, squares it in the box to Henderson. Henderson just has to tap it in the corner and it's a goal. And he does that with his 3-1 Liverpool. Henderson going berserk, slides on the grass. Passionate celebration, Liverpool fans in euphoria, Liverpool returned to the top of the Premier League table and there we go. And that was pretty much the game. Dejan Lovren came on and just made sure that we protect this 3-1 goal lead. But um, Andy Robertson done a silly foul, got a booking for it. Henderson done a silly foul, got a booking for it. Sadio Mane done a silly foul. Oh, I think it was time wasting. I think he got a booking for it. But who cares? We finished we finish the game 3-1, top of the table. And by God, what a game. Um, the first half was terrible. But the second half, we showed the fight. That, that's what I wanted to see. Because Southampton had that fight in them in the first half. But second half, after Klopp made them substitutions. Henderson, I, I applaud him. Man of the match, he get, I slan- I've slandered him a lot previously in podcasts. But... Um, I wasn't going to... I'm not slandering him. He changed the game. He changed the game. Absolutely changed it. Because there was no dictate... We we missed the dictating of the passing and the ticking in the midfield. And Henderson came on and he he was the difference maker. And I remember in 2013-14 season, the running. Henderson was very important back then four years ago. And I'm hoping that he does that, has that same aura and presence. Hoping he doesn't get sent off like he did against Chelsea. Um... All them for all them years ago, but now he's a mature person. He was twenty four years old in the last run, and he's twenty nine years old now. He wants to lift that Premier League title. I know he does, and so does the rest of the team, and so does all of the Liverpool fans. We're here for a fight, and tell Man City we ain't going nowhere. We're stepping on the next to the end of the season, and I know Pep Guardiola is going to be annoyed tonight. Of course he's going to be annoyed tonight. This Liverpool team is showing resilience and character. They keep asking questions. Oh. Where's they missing Coutinho? They're missing that number 10. They're, there's the front three ain't the same anymore. Salah's a one season wonder. But we keep answering the questions. Again, we came from behind. Again, 
We're showing that adversity. You're seeing Liverpool overcome adversity in this running. And this is a different Liverpool team compared to last season. Last season, we were just enjoying the the Champions League. Um, just just enjoying the freeness of having no pressure, no expectations. But obviously, this season, there's an expectation. There's a... Because Jurgen Klopp spent the money now. He's And now we've got the, almost this title-built side of... Uh, title defining side of wanting to push Man City all the way, and we can do it. I believe it's in. It's not in our hands. I mean, Man City can win every game between now and the end of the season and win the league, but they got to play Tottenham and Man United and Crystal Palace away and Burnley away. I believe those games are gonna be tight. If they win three in a row, if they win all them four games in a row, then it's probably game over. But we ain't giving up. We ain't giving up till the end, and that's how it. That's how it should be. We've only lost one game all season, and that was to the current Premier League champions. And we ain't going nowhere. And the fact we are also in the Champions League hunt, we play Porto next, so we get to um, take our minds away from Premier League football for a bit and focus on Porto. Arguably, you can say is the easiest tie out of the quarter league out of the quarterfinals but yeah but we'll take it um yeah it's it good to see uh, that's what i want to see from jürgen klopp some more we hint out if he makes the proactive subs rather than being reactive we can get the upper hand and he did that and it's just baffling to me why he doesn't do that in 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 games where we need to tactically tweak some this some things because his in-game management isn't the isn't the greatest but today he showed that his in-game management was crucial. The fact he made them key substitutions very early into the second half was game change. Was the, it was the game changer, and it was what Liverpool needed. And I'm happy. And I hope. And now the next after we play Porto on Tuesday, it's Chelsea on Sunday. And if we win those two games in a row, confidence is going to be amazing. It's going to be ridiculously high, and it should be. And because we are Liverpool Football Club and we want it. We've been waiting our whole lives. It's been 29 years. I've been waiting my whole life. I've, I was born, I wasn't even born like many Liverpool fans the last time we won it. So the fact that we are in a position to do that. Oh yeah, I also forgot to say, we have qualified for the Champions League. <laughs> but you, you, you probably knew that already. We've qualified with five games. Yeah, that's how... That Again, that just shows the testament to Jurgen Klopp. His first season was a transition season where we got into two cup finals. We may not have won them, but it showed glimpses of what this Liverpool team is capable of. The following season, qualified for Champions League. The following season, again, qualified for Champions League. Got in the Champions League final. Could have won it if it wasn't for Carrius. This season, cha- title hunting... European European Champions League um, hunting again secured qualification for the Champions League so that's three seasons in a row and it's good to see it's Liverpool deserve to be in Europe all the time that's how good we can be and that's how and, and it's, it's the Jurgen Klopp era in full throttle and um, yeah it's onwards and upwards from here now and yeah it's good to see um, obviously on Tuesday Andy Robertson suspended so who plays left back? Will it be Milner? Will it be Joe Gomez? Who knows? But anyway, we'll we'll leave that for Klopp to decide. And it was good. We got the win 
in the bag on the Friday. Now, the Premier League fixtures, Saturday, Sunday, we just wait for them to play out how, as usual and see how that one goes. Um, yeah, Man City don't even play till next week, a Premier League fixture. They got the FA Cup semi-final, so, yeah. So, for at least one week, we are top of the league. Yeah, it's good to see. So, um, I'm going to conclude this podcast now. It was a bit longer than usual. I've been trying to get it under 20 minutes, but um, there was so much to say in that game. I'm proud. Henderson manned the match. Mo Salah's back. Naibi Kato gets his first goal. Liverpool top of the league. It's a great time to be a fan right now. Thank you for tuning in to LFC Reactions and until next time.